Welcome to the Gentleman Pearls Podcast. Business casual conversation laced with pearls of wisdom. Casual, authentic, unscripted dialogue about life, work, and entrepreneurship with the perfect blend of laughter and seriousness. Pull up a chair, kick back, and lean in as we welcome your hosts, Michelle Ross and Brian Swanson. What happened to my camera? Oh, no. Yes. What happened to our camera? Did I push the wrong button? But we're live. You know that, right? Yes, we are We're just hanging out in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what has happened here, but that's okay. We'll we'll figure it out. Weird. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? Um, Remember I told you. (laughs) You told me what? It's hard not seeing yourself, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. So, anyways, <laughs> welcome to Denim and Pearls. My name is Michelle Maras, and the guy over here trying to fix, fix our computer, computer camera is uh, Brian Swanson. Oh my goodness! There, there we, we are. are. <laughs> well, that's the first real weird glitch we've ever had. That was weird. It was working like three seconds before you hit the go live button. <laughs> it didn't want us to go live. They didn't want to see this face. That's probably what it was. The fuzzy face. Yeah, so I can just go ahead and move out of the camera now. So. Remember I told you. You know what I think, what what the first thing is I think of when I think of that? What? My wife. Remember, oh. I told you. Oh. <laughs> I told you 15 times, you never heard me. You never heard me. But I think it's really a great thing, too, because we go through it with even with our businesses. Oh, we do it often with our businesses, our coaching uh, our coaching mentors, everything. Yeah. I, mean, I always thought that, you know, people say, I have a message, but, you know, I don't want to say it because everybody else is talking about it. Or I've got this product, but everybody else is already doing it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so many times people with businesses, those of us with businesses, we hesitate on what we're going to talk about or what we're going to share because someone else is already doing it. Yeah. It's kind of like one of those things where you keep telling me to uh, make sure I put the subscribe button up. And remind people to subscribe to our pages. Remember, I told you to subscribe now. <laughs> so, anyhow, don't forget to subscribe to Facebook, like us, share us, all those other fun things. Because you know, there's somebody out there that needs to hear our stories. Yes, definitely. Now, remember, I told you. How often do you um, go to conferences or meetings, and someone says the same thing, and you're like, blah 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 blah. Ah, I heard that before. Ah, I heard that before. Mm-hmm. And then one day you hear it, and you do. Oh, Oh my gosh, that's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I was just at one of those conferences. Oh, really? Yes. I, I, in fact, it got to the point where I totally ignored the person that was speaking. I mean, that's not always a good thing. But when you sit there and you think about it and you look at it and you go, you know, I could have given that presentation. Yes. You don't listen yeah. because your brain turns it off. It shuts it down. I actually ended up leaving the room because I had other things to do at this event. But um, when you look at the stage and you look at the person talking and they just, they're repeating information you've heard a thousand times. But with what we're talking about now, remember I told you, could have been, I could have been sitting there listening to her and I could have picked out all kinds of little tidbits. Yes. You never know. Well, especially the thing is, is when people share knowledge, okay, and it is repeated knowledge, it, there is never new knowledge out there. It's always been said by someone else somewhere down. I mean, Aristotle thought a lot, you know, that kind of thing. But we say it over and over again. Uh, for instance, my mentor is John Maxwell. 
Mm -hmm. And he'll say things and you're like, wow, that is the most brilliant thing. He is, I know you tell, you, you think I'm brilliant. He is, but I, I'm taking it from someone else, yes. you know, and he pulls out the Bible and he'll say, this is where I'm learning it from. And I'm, right. I'm learning it from life. So when you hear something over and over again and you blow it off, it's because there's something in someone, that one particular person's mm -hmm. voice that you need to hear, the inflection, the, the story they tie to it. Right. So just because you've been told. Uh, doesn't mean you haven't heard it before. Right. I mean, hearing and listening. Didn't your mama always tell you that? You always hear me, but you never listen to me. N did you never hear that one before? I said it to my own kids. <laughs> <laughs> you, say, you say you hear me. You say you're listening, but you're really not listening. But And the, what you just said about John Maxwell, I use that as an example all the time. There are so many self-help books out there. There are so many people who have written self-help books. But really, if you tra trace back the origins, we're really and truly repeating what we learned from, let's say, the Bible or whatever your higher, higher power belief is or whatever. You know, you can go, you can look back and that's the beginnings of a lot of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's 2022, but I'm telling you, there is nothing that's been said that has not been said before. Your brain is just wired to listen to one thing in particular. So right. keep going, keep listening, keep learning, because one of those days something's going to click. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, well, you know, like I said in the, the, the preface to the show today, sometimes we just look back and we make it our own idea. Mm -hmm. But yet we've heard it 500 times from somebody else. And then all of a sudden we get this aha moment because something spoke to us and said, this is the best idea on the planet, and it's new and it's unique. Well, we've had, Brian and I, have had many, many discussions about, oh, your story is so tragic, or so-and-so's got such a, a colorful story. I, I don't have anything to share. And the thing is, is all of our, like with me, my tragedy story is, remember I told you? The Have universe. I told you lately that I love you? No, 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 no that's thing. not it. No, what I'm saying is people say things like, um, how do I say Make sure you, you exercise, move your body. Grandma said it to me. I think great grandma said it to me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, make sure you exercise because one day you're going to not be able to move those joints. So keep them going. So when you get older, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm young. And I tell you what, when you start getting older, you start thinking about that. Exactly. And because you saying. see that guy walking down the street or a lady walking down the street. She's all hunched over. She can He or she can barely move. They've got a walker and you're going... Man, I help when I hit 65. That's not the case. Exactly. So remember I told you, we see it all the time. Or, you know, make sure you eat your vegetables. You can't leave that dining table until you finish your vegetables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll eat your vegetables. You eat the one green bean. And then you're in your right. 50s like we are. And we're like, gosh, I wish I ate more of those green beans. Don't tell them that. Oh. <laughs> can't tell them we're in our 50s. Yes, we can. It looks like... Chris Dyer's on too. She showed up as a Facebook user. Oh. Oh, happy <laughs> and birthday. Helene helped us out there by identifying her. And happy awesome. happy birthday, Helene. Oh, for tomorrow? Birthday? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. And how many times have people said happy birthday to you in your lifetime, right? 54. Have a happy <laughs> birthday. And you know, when people are like, oh, I'm getting older. Oh, goodness. No, getting older is a blessing. So remember, I told you, you're going to enjoy, you know, you're going to regret letting your youth go away because when you get older, you kind of wish you had it. Mm -hmm. right? right. So there's a lot of things that we've been 
hold throughout our lifetime that we didn't pay attention to. Like with me, with my health, I'm going back to the health thing. What I did with my health, you know, they were told me eat right, exercise, drink more water, those kind of things. Moved to Colorado, get violently ill. Not Why? Water. I didn't drink water. I, <laughs> Altitude sickness. Yeah. And so it's like, man, I should probably be drinking water. And so you start adding these kind of things up as you learn them the hard way that you probably should have listened the first time you heard it. And then you're like, oh, gosh, I wish I took that took that um, into heart. Yeah. Right. Well, it's not just it's not just that. I mean, it's just it's even things with our with our businesses. And we've done I don't know how many episodes now you know, at least a hundred because we've been doing this for two years. So it's at least 108. Okay. But do you remember, or did you take anything from some of our first episodes that we've done? Maybe we should go back and do some of those. You know why? Because you're at a different space in your life where you might be willing and open to hear the suggestions we said earlier. I mean, especially like when we started, we started during COVID and people were like, ah, I can't do anything. My business is failing. I'm locked in my house. You know, all these things. And we were the voice of calm during COVID. Now, if we go back and start using those videos again and saying saying the same topics again, now that you're not in panic mode, you'll see them different. You'll see them different. So go back and well, not not just to mention not just that, but also the fact that we're all in a different part of our life. I mean, there's this one thing that I was taught a long time ago. I don't know if it was taught to me by a pastor or whatever it was. It was have a Bible sitting out on your counter so that when you get up in the morning and start your day, you open up the Bible, Bible randomly, and you point to a verse. And it will be your lesson for the day. And it will be not only your lesson for the day, but it will apply to you for that day. So to take it out of the, the, the religious realm, I'm a big fan of the book, Who Moved My Cheese. What is that book about? Who wrote it? I don't remember who wrote it. I never... I, you don't remember that? I don't ever remember. I don't want to say Jay Silverstein. It was not Jay Silverstein. But Who Moved My Cheese is a fantastic book. It's an easy book to read. It takes, you know, even me, it takes like two hours and I can read the entire book and I'm a slow reader. Okay. But when you look at it, it's all about the fact that these mice are being fed by presumably a human and they're always fed in the same part of the maze. Okay. Well, eventually one day they all keep going back and forth to that. Every day they know that's when they're going to eat, what what they're going to eat, and all that kind of good stuff. But then somebody takes it and puts it on the other side of the maze. So it totally freaks them out. And the majority stay in that same place, expecting it to happen, to happen, to happen, to happen. Well, one or two of them decide to take out on their own. And guess what? They discover the cheese in another part of the area. And the routine starts again. And then they find out and they all move towards it. But anyway, it's... The book, when you read it, every time you read it, it gives you a different philosophy on where you're at in your life, where you're at in your business, maybe, whatever you're thinking. And it's not just about moving the cheese. It's about just the whole conglomeration of everything in your life. Does that make sense? Or as I say, from Ellen Glasgow. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Differences between a rut and a grave of dimensions. (laughs) These mice in Who Moved My Cheese were in a rut. They went to the same place expecting the same thing. And when the same thing didn't happen, they went, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen now? We're all going to starve everyone. We're starving. And then the two who found the cheese went, no, it's just down here. And so 
what did you hear growing up that you didn't realize was knowledge or wisdom that you took for granted? My whole TED talk was about wisdom I learned that I thought was useless, okay? Mm -hmm. And then when I was in a bad part of my life, I realized it was the most, it was the wisdom that got me through most of the things I went through. Um, I used to always hear, raise your hand or say me, or put a little smiley face or something. If you ever heard this from your parents, or if you said, if your friends jumped off a cliff, would you? <laughs> you did. <laughs> I did. My brother. But my thing is, is, it's the same thing with your business and in your in your relationships. If everyone's doing it, you tend to do it. Mm -hmm. When divorce rates were going so high, I remember a point in my life where pretty much everyone I knew was going through a divorce. And I remember talking to my husband saying, are we messed up or something? He said, why? I said, well, everybody else is already getting is getting divorced. Maybe our, our, our marriage expiration date is hit. You know, maybe we should evaluate his just because everybody else is doing this. I mean, we have to. And I said, I know, but what's going on in their life? We're all in the same time of our life. You know, mm -hmm. are we missing something? And so if everyone was jumping off a cliff, would you? Depends on what's at the bottom. <laughs> A giant <laughs> I would have to evaluate that situation. But no, it was, but have you noticed? No, you bring it, up it's, it's not just the cliff. It's well, everybody's doing this, or everyone's doing that. So why am I missing out? That's the whole thing. You don't need to think because everyone else is doing something that you're missing out because you're not doing. It. Well, you bring up the years of marriage. Have you? Know, and maybe it's just me, and maybe it's because of the folks that we're hanging with and things like that. Have you noticed that a lot more people are in that 25, 30 year range now? That's who we hang out with. Is it because we hang out? It's like single people hanging out with single people, married people and kid with kids hanging out when they're first young and they all conglomerate into the same crowds. But it seems like I, common. Yeah, I guess. But it seems like everybody I talk to lately is like, oh, I'm on year 35, you know, and I and we're actually what you're at 29. 29, I'm at 30. Two, almost 32. 29 by, by the government standard of being married, piece of paper. 39 by being together. Yeah. Okay. But still, it's the same thing. Look at the people you hang out with. It's so, back to that top 10 people that you hang with. Yeah, you are a uh, you are a summary of the, the top seven people that you hang around with. I've heard top 10. Seven. <laughs> seven, 10. Some of us don't hang out with that many people. So. Oh. Um. Well, even with, I mean, even if you look at our, our karaoke crew, we're diverse across our mm -hmm. our, our, our crew there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think we've all been married 30 years. <laughs> a couple of them haven't even been alive 30 years. So, this, Well, this is true, too. There is There are people, the younger ones, that decide to sing with us. That, but really, yeah. remember I told you. Think about those, those words. Remember I told you. And I remember thinking that my parents were torturing me with, don't forget to do this. Don't forget that. Did you forget? Did you brush your teeth? And I remember, gosh, I mean, of course I did. But remember, I told you it was important because they would tell, tell us things growing up that we would ignore. Why? Because we didn't want to pay attention. Don't go out in that sun. I remember hearing that, Michelle, don't go out in that sun. And I said, but it's pretty outside. Baby. You better put some sunscreen on or something. That sun's going to burn you. And I'm like, yeah. And now here, my husband and I are, you know, in our 50s. And he's like, do you see this spot on my face? Uh, that wasn't on my face before. I'm like, oh my gosh, see, I have a spot on my face too. What the heck is that? I never put sunscreen on because I didn't pay attention to my parents. 
I would say that's just because you're so bright like the sun that you've got sunspots. Oh. It's semi-sweet, isn't it? That is <laughs> kind of sweet. But you acknowledge I have spots. It's kind of bad. Oh, Michelle says she's at 28. So see, we're all in the same, somewhat in the yeah, same boat. We are. The big birds of a feather, basically. We hang out together. And the thing is, is we have to remember that even though we all you hang out that same group, we need to be able to challenge each other and grow with each other and move to the next level. And this this look on my face is because of what Marcel just posted. What? Apparently, she says they were told not to go to bed with wet hair. Yeah, I was told not to go to bed with wet hair. I'll, I'll wake up the cold. What? Mm -hmm. I was also told don't swim in a pool with the boy that you like or go get pregnant. You were misled a lot in your life. You realize that's right. <laughs> no, no, what I think it is. You mis or no, you no, misconstrued no. things that were told to you. No, my thing is, is I think I paid attention to the things that were easy and ignored the things that were hard. I think so. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, I was always told, I mean, we could go back to millions of things that my mom and dad told me growing up and but I was told every five minutes, I was corrected every five minutes, I was told that I was doing something wrong or whatever. So I'm sure I lost a lot of that. But I do remember some of the old sayings. I mean, the the don't go to bed mad. Yeah, I went to bed mad a lot in my childhood. <laughs> in fact, I would choose to go to bed because I was torqued off. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing. Brush your teeth before bed. And I said, of course, I know, brush your teeth before bed, make sure you wash your face. And I'm like, of course. Well, the day I didn't wash my face and brush my teeth because I was so tired, I woke up and my lip was huge. Please note, I grew up in the Philippines, cockroaches. In the Philippines, they say, brush your teeth before you go to bed and wash your face. Not for the cleanliness of it, it's so that the bugs that are running around the Philippines don't come and bite your lip. They bite where the food is. Isn't that terrifying? <laughs> that look, I that look am not ever face. going to the <laughs> I mean, I've always heard those things, those old it's, wives it's tales and myths about thing. the cat sucking your breath out of you. But... It's a tropical thing. It's true, okay? <laughs> Brush your teeth before you go to bed and make sure you wash your face because little critters are always walking around. They say that way. You know, how many people have eaten a spider in their lifetime? I mean, we've all eaten a piece of a spider. Why? Because they walk into your mouth. They, the bugs come around you. That's just what happens. I'm sorry, it just caused nightmares for everyone, especially Brian right now. Uh, um, yeah. Why do you think I live in Colorado? I live in Colorado because they don't have bugs that crawl around on you like that. That's just weird. <laughs> I I would find myself in one of those things, what do they call them, mosquito nets around my bed all the time. I used to try to put the mosquito net on my face. I used to just wrap <laughs> You can breathe through it and they can't touch you. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I was terrified after my lips oh. swallowed. I mean, it was so huge. I remember doing, oh no, I'll always brush my teeth before I go to bed. <laughs> so let's go, let's go back to the business side. Okay. What is it that, and I'm thinking of one in particular that I have been told that I'm really, really terrible with when it comes to business. What? That you should use a CRM. Oh yeah. And if you don't know what that is, that's a client client registration management system or whatever, client relations management system, something like that. Apparently Anyhow. he still doesn't use it because he doesn't know how to exactly. say it. Exactly. I still don't use it, but I've been told a million times. And then there's terms that I go, you know what? I really wish I had a list of emails that I could send out this marketing thing to. Well, like, And I always have to go back to the people who told me you should have a CRM. I'm guilty because 
you know, I have, well, he's helping me with this, this ultimate, the, uh, not the ultimate, the unapologetic speaker uh, camp that I'm doing on September 29th, 29th, 30. Oh, you put it in there. How sweet. Anyways. <laughs> Scrolling across the bottom. <laughs> my, my VA said, well, we should send it to your CRM. And I went, huh? <laughs> I have one, but it, it's, it's diversified. I have one in one, one program. I have another one in another program. They're not together. And oh, so I thought you were going to say all the girls are in this list and all the boys. No, I have the list that gets gathered <laughs> off my website. I have the list of people I send cards to every month. I have a list of people that I've gone to conferences with for other things. I have them all over the place. I don't have them in my Oh, that's house. right. I, that just reminds me. Did you send me a postcard last week? Yes. I just found it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how often I look at the mail. <laughs> it was really neat and sweet, but it didn't have your last name on it. It just said Michelle. Well, I can only presume I that. I kind of send it every month. I send a new card every month. I've never seen one. That's the first one I've ever seen. Saw. Seesaw? Saw. <laughs> My one grammar problem I have is see and saw. Seen and saw. Seen, saw, mile, miles. But I learned mile, miles is not a big deal. As I told him. But see and saw. I told you. I to get it. use plurals when you talk about multiples. No. Tell me. It all depends on what it is. Remember I told you. It's not 14 pen, though. It doesn't work. 14 pens makes sense. 14 mile makes sense. It just hurts my ears. Doesn't that hurt your ears? Whoever <laughs> really hurts your ears, put a thumbs up because it hurts my ears. When it comes to feet and miles, it's 14 miles. Okay. Or 14 Remember feet. I told you. Now, the part of the thing, uh, it's the song. Is it? Um, one of the Jonas Brothers sings that Remember I Told You. Isn't it the Jonas brother? Yeah. Well, anyways. It was Nick, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. The thing about it is, remember I told you, we think people are trying to annoy us when they tell us things or they give us advice. Or if we pay them to be our coach, then we're like, oh, okay, I'll do it. But it's called you know, accountability. Remember I told you, is it's an endearment. Someone who is correcting you or fixing you or helping you grow to be a better version of you unapologetically is it's because they care. Not because they want you to fall. It's because they've already fallen. They've already done that. And they don't want you to repeat it because it hurt. So there's a difference between, between remember I told you, which is a term of endearment, and remember I told you so. Yeah. Told you so means you forgot again and I've told you 15 times. A.K.A. Julie, his wife. I'm sure she said many, many times. And you're in on his phone door. Or playing whatever game he's out that he doesn't realize I told that you just so. said it. Or, or, or so. as my husband says, um, we're leaving the house. I'm easily distracted. I am so, so ADHD. Okay. And my husband will be talking to me and I'll be in the middle of something. And all I heard was, okay. And I said, okay. Well, then the next guy here is room. The car starts. And I'm like, where the hell is he going? What the heck's going on? And I go outside. I don't. Where are you going? Yes. I told you we're going to the store and I'm going out in the car. I'm going to go out to the car. And you said, okay. I went, oh. <laughs> well, sometimes we do that. We do that because relationships, we call it selective hearing. Yes. <laughs> okay. But there's other times that we do it too, that we get so busy. And then somebody steps in the middle of that train uh, uh, thought process. And then you don't remember it. I mean, I had the same problem when I do, when I have the same problem when I do events and stuff. Because when I'm running the event, I'm running and I'm running and I'm running and I'm running. 
And somebody will come up and say, well, we need to talk next week. Yeah, don't tell me that. No. Okay, you better send me a text or something so I remember later because if you don't tell, you know, if you don't put another reminder outside of this event, I'm not going to remember. And that is why when I meet people at conferences, I say, let's take a selfie together. If I don't say, let's take a selfie and we exchange the phone numbers right there and then, you will probably never hear from me because I talk to so many people that without the selfie, I don't remember where mm -hmm. I met you. Remember, I have a brain injury. But in the, That's I, not an excuse. I think a lot of people have it anyway. <laughs> because we because all do it. We meet so many people. But my memory for, for um, images is much stronger than my memory of words. I see things and remember them forever. So... Well, many of, many of us do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, there's the, what, the five senses that we have to touch. Yeah, but I'm, hear, I'm, see, getting, I'm getting to the, read, I'm getting whatever. back to the whole, remember I told you. Oh, remember I told you we need to talk. When did you say that? <laughs> when you were in the middle of something. When you were going on stage to speak to 500 people. Oh, well, no wonder I don't remember that. I mean, my brain is somewhere else. I'm running through a speech in my head or whatever. So when you get upset with someone for not remembering what you said to them, remember when you say it to them. Well, the other, I mean, even look back to us and our relationship when you were at your TED Talk or doing the TED Talk, you don't remember me being there. Not at all. <laughs> but there's photo photographic evidence <laughs> that I was there with you in one way, shape, or form. Like I, I said, I was, I was micing you up was, or something. I was kind of busy. Right. So, I mean, at that time, of course, yes, you could at that time, brain injury, fog, and all that other kind of stuff. Well, then but, that really was because I was like, Right. We just found out I was missing three parts of my brain at the TEDx. Right. So, I mean, that is an exception, but it happens all the time. I mean, I have it happen with people that have, you know, at Galaxy Fest and some of the events. Well, remember, I talked to you at, remember, I seen you, saw you at. Yeah. Or, hi, Michelle. Great to see you again. Great to see you. And who are you? <laughs> and I'm like running through the, the, the index in my brain. Doing... <laughs> the Rolodex. And then, of course, with women, I mean, we like to change our hair, our hair color, and our makeup. But I'm like, I, I don't, I don't remember. I remember eyeballs. So, I mean, I remember people's eyes. So, if I can catch your eyes, then I'll never forget you. But boy, that's hard. You know what I remember? What? Two things. What? The business that you do. Wow. You're good. Okay. So, whatever business it is, that that's how I can relate. Okay. The second thing is, is your tone of voice. Oh, see, I, I catch, I pick up on voices. I remember eyes. And stories. Yeah, that's another way to do it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it, for some reason, the your voice sounds familiar to me. It happens to me a lot. But he, he's an auditory learner, so he remembers auditory things. I remember stories more because I'm I'm very kinetic when I learn. So he listens to learn. I have to do it or feel it to learn. Well, we all learn in different, you know, from all those other I know our pri ways and primary. Stuff. Primary, primary, because we'll go into a bar or a karaoke place or something, and he'll do, and he'll be sitting there messing with his ears. I'm like, "What's going on?" He's, "You don't hear that?" It's because that's how he learns. He is very sensitive to sound. Yeah, there are some karaoke DJs out there that I do not like because all they do is they have no bass to their songs. And, and then with me, me, it's like I, listening to what's her name from um, Celine, no Celine Dion from uh, Titanic. That song just kills me. Oh, no. I was or thinking. Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I'm not a Whitney Houston fan. I'm singing Whitney Houston tonight. I well, the, the song doesn't to, bother me. It's, it's the high pitch of her voice. No, that would be Mariah Carey. Or Mariah. Well, Mariah's because, got seven octaves. Because Mar uh, Whitney is an alto. She's a mezzo. Mezzo-soprano. Mm -hmm. So she's more lower. It's That's not her high pitch. I just want to let you know. <laughs> Anyways, I happen to love Whitney Houston music. I'm not a fan of Whitney. Yeah, well, I'm singing it all tonight. Just <laughs> <don't know> <laughs> that is right. Today's karaoke night. It's Friday. It's Friday. And, and it's 80s town. night. Yes. And it's 80s. Which is why I've got a headband. You can't see it because my hair's too dark. You do. Mm -hmm. I didn't even notice it. Because <laughs> my hair's too dark. I've seen you for the last two hours. I need a, I need a red bandana. <laughs> I need I need my, my Madonna banner. I mean, bandana in my hair so you can see it. But anyways, so, remember I told you. In your business, you've got to remember when you were starting your business, what people told you to do to make sure you had the groundwork, make sure you have an accountant, make sure you keep all your receipts and not just keep them. You want to you want to um, make copies of them because the receipts fade. And when you make a copy, you can actually keep them and staple them together. There, there are things like that, that you know, when you start actually working on your business, you go, oh my gosh, they told me I was supposed to take a photograph. I mean, I was supposed to make a copy of those receipts and now I can't read any of them. Oh my gosh, how am I going to do my taxes? I told you so. It's something that simple. Remember I told you to make a copy of that? And or remember I told you to make a, a folder and keep all your clients where you met them? Or my, uh, you know, Ken, Ken, Dr. Smiley Rashawn says he keeps index cards of everyone and he has a code of where he met them, like a, a, like a, a symbol. C, who knows he met them in D.C., uh, N.E., Nebraska. He does those kind of things that he says they're, you know, where, the location, and the name. He remembers everyone because of that. And I'm like, um, that's kind of cool. I wish I started that. I, it's like the old calendars. Okay. I, I was always told you should put your, your uh, events or whatever's going to happen, your appointments and stuff on a calendar. And we had those big desk calendars. Yes, I still have them. I, I would take and for the first week. You're better than me. I use it for, for two first, days. I, for the first week, I'd write everything in and I'd get everything and I'm gonna I'm gonna use this calendar now. And three months later, I come back and it's still sitting on January. Well, with me, it's got <laughs> notes. I write notes all over it, not in the calendar. It's just a piece of paper. I should just have a giant piece of paper on my desk because that's all I use it for is note taking. But oh, thank you, Marcel. Marcel's gonna bring me a headband. And Sally. Hi, Sally. Happy Friday. Hi, but remember I told you, don't forget it. Mm -hmm. I've told you a million times. In, in your businesses, there are things that people have told you before you started your business that you need to do. Have you done it? Because really, you don't want to get like a couple of years down the line and do, oh, I wish I did that. I wish I had my <laughs> We're pausing. I wonder why he's singing the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Oh, I wish you were an Oscar Mayer Wiener. It's better than the other song he was singing the other day. <laughs> anyway. I have something. Do you, I, I, do you relate to music? I know you do. Constantly. And when somebody says something, do you sometimes track into that? Or some people track into a um, a movie quote? Brian is asking the woman that is breaking out the song pretty much every other sentence. <laughs> Yeah. So anyhow. Yes, you did. You did jump in at the awkward moment, Sally. He wishes he was an Oscar Mayer wiener because <laughs> his parents told him, you should probably not eat that hot dog. It's probably not so good for you. Maybe you should only have one of those. 
<laughs> all the things that we were told when we were younger or young in our business, you need to make sure you look back at them because now you're at a different part of your life, a different part of your business structure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe a CRM when you only had three clients wasn't a big deal. But I'm telling you, three clients was easier to track and add to than when you wait till you have a Three thousand, and then you got to turn around, yeah. add them all in. I mean, I've got like like a couple of million followers, and I'm like, I have no idea. I never ask them to follow me on social media. I just people pop in and say hi to me. They're I I, I never track them. Well, social so, media is a hard thing to do, but we're you know when you're talking CRM, you're talking about people you've made personal contact yes. with, you've had one on ones with, or something like that. You've had personal lunch with. That's putting them into your databases, or you do an event and you keep your email list or, or your text list or whatever. Like what I do when I send out these cards. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it in a while. Why? Because I'm really bad at CRMs, which is why I had to hire someone to start tracking me because I'm terrible at it. But I have a link to my, uh, I think it's, it used to be called Banner Season, now it's called Mailbox. Um, but they change names again. They change names. But what happens is you, I send this link out and they put in all their information. You put in all your information. And then I know your birthday and I send you a card and I send you a happy birthday card and some brownies. And I do that for the people who I remember to tell them about the CRM thing. I don't, I you know. You send me a postcard, but no brownies. I sent you brownies for your birthday when you were at your mom's house. That was two years ago. <laughs> By the way, I love those brownies. <laughs> if you don't know, I, I love those brownies. I don't care if they're stale or not. Because <laughs> even when they're stale, they're like decadent. Yeah, they're like they're one of the worst things for you, but they're great. <laughs> no, you'll get it. You'll get brownies for your birthday. I send brownies for birthdays. And I promise, unless I messed up with the, I messed up the CRM you know, thing. Up the CRM. <laughs> well, anyways, remember Anyhow. I told you. I don't have any M&Ms today. I'm sorry. <gasps> I do. Brian has M&Ms. He brought more M&Ms for me. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, we're running long. You know? We are really running long. <laughs> but remember I told you, don't take it as an offense. Take it as they care enough to help you. Mm-hmm. Remember whatever it is. And when for those of you who say, remember I told you, remember that you know when you're telling someone something important that they're not distracted. Mm-hmm. Get their eyeballs to look at you and get their undivided attention and say, I would like for you to throw out the trash <laughs> today. You went back to the wife. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my house done. My house is trashed. Oh my gosh, I'm leaving town again. Well the opposite of that too, I have to I have to say there's always the counter of offer that exactly. you didn't tell me. Okay, I'm telling you now. But you didn't tell me. But now I'm telling you. But that doesn't matter because you didn't tell me before, so I shouldn't be in trouble for the fact that you told me You're not in trouble unless now I'm telling you and you're not moving now. Now you're in trouble. (laughs) Anyway. Well, Helene, I don't have your your address. I have your address, but I didn't know your birthday was tomorrow. I'm sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay. About that time? I'll retroactive it. Okay. I'm so glad we had this time together. So, remember... Remember I told you means I care and that um, look at your business, look at your life and remember the things that people have told you that you've been spacing off because it just wasn't right for you at the time. Oh, it says rock your life. It's one of the conferences with uh, Craig Deswald. Actually, he's going to be on Mental Shift on my show on TNC on September 20th. You should watch. And don't forget to get your tickets for the unapologetic speaker camp. 
you want to present and own a room and just be that person. Everyone says, I want that person to speak for me yeah. at my event. You want to be in the unapologetic. This is like super duper speech class on steroids. I call it like Toastmasters on steroids, but it will be awesome sauce. You want to be there. And we're going to have a cocktail party the night before on the night of the 28th in Colorado Springs. So if you don't want to come to the uh, boot campy thing, come out to the mover and shaker mixer on the 28th at the uh, downtown Hilton mm-hmm. or write me and ask me where it is or go on my page. I keep announcing it and then join us at the ultimate speaker the unapologetic speaker because i'm going to we'll have ultimate. to edit that out no because i'm going to be an ultimate speaker at the uh, end of october and he just put that date in my head but the unapologetic uh, speaker camp on september 29th and 30th in colorado springs we have a room box if you want to come out got a good room price right down the street we'll so until soon. next week until next week we'll see you remember i told you see you friday peace, peace.